everybody it's uh your host the host with the most i guess as beetlejuice would say uh ricky uh andrew's on vacation so i have the the fill-in host Vito with us again today Vito, how's it going as always on vacation must be nice i know right guy lives a life i tell you see pictures on facebook and twitter he's in white sandy beaches crystal clear turquoise water I'm sitting here in my basement watching Boston, Florida, doing a podcast. Yeah. I'm sitting in my in the spare room with the door closed, sweating my balls off recording. <laughs> uh, it's good. It, it's it, it's it's fun that playoff hockey's here, and I actually get to enjoy watching it by also having heartburn for watching right. it. Yeah. So so I was uh, not to get too off topic right off the bat, but. I used to watch basketball when the Nets were in New Jersey. When they left, I kind of stopped. This year, my kid really got into basketball, and she's really into the Knicks, so we both kind of gotten into it again. So we've been watching all the games, so I was like, oh, sweet, Knicks played Saturday, they'll play Monday, the Devils Tuesday, like every other day. For whatever reason, the Knicks aren't on tonight, so they're on tomorrow night also. So I'm like, dude, like, I don't know if my heart can take, like, the Devils and the Knicks, like, playing simultaneously. I'm trying to watch... She's going to have one on the iPad. Like, it's going to be ridiculous. The worst part there is, like, even if one team is doing well and the other is not, it's like the the negative outweighs the positive sometimes. (laughs) I care way more about the Devils, but still, it's just like, ugh. You know, I didn't realize, like, even watching the first playoff game the Knicks had Saturday, like, I was really, I, I was surprised how into it I was. So, you know, playoffs are playoffs, no matter what sport it is. 100%. But, yeah, but like, you know, somebody said to me, like, oh, it'll be exciting, like, at work. And I'm like, no, I don't really, f- I don't, I don't count having like heart palpitations like every other day exciting. Like, <laughs> I miss the playoffs, but like, man, when you're in them, it, I don't miss them at all. It's just like so front. It's so, you can't so, like, turn the TV you off. Can't like, breathe, this I can't even enjoy it. Yeah. This Florida Boston game, at a certain point, I'm just going to turn it off and go to sleep. That's not a thing when the Devils are playing in the playoffs. I, I can't just turn it off, go to sleep, and look at the box score. I have to watch it, then I have to tweet about it for three hours, and next yeah. thing you know, it's one in the morning, and I have to be, be up ang- at five. Be angry about it, be happy about it. Um, yeah, I'm going to be fighting with someone on Twitter, whether it's Devils fans or Rangers fans. I mean, that's, that's for the Devils to figure out. pretty much an everyday Pretty much an everyday occurrence. My wife is already on notice. My daughter has jujitsu on Tuesdays and Thursdays from six thirty to seven thirty. She's already on notice that she is taking her to jujitsu this week. <laughs> All I know is I will not be missing the beginning of the games. That chick with the weird fingers and bad nail polish. If you're listening, I'm coming for you. <laughs> well, she might give you the finger. Watch out. Yeah, that's so... such a fine. Yeah. So, all right. So now we're we've gotten off topic right off the bat here, but. You know, obviously, the playoffs started tonight. Uh, Bruins and Panthers are playing right now. Bruins are up one nothing. Islanders are losing one nothing to Carolina. Um, I guess we'll just you know preview whatever, but you know quickly look back on the Devil season. You know, I asked this question on Twitter. Even if they lose in the first round, do you consider the season a success? I'll let it, you answer first, and then I'll go. I, it, I don't think anyone could say no. Um, it, but unfortunately, it's not just like a yes or no question. Um, 
the broad way to answer is, yeah, of course it's a successful season. They finished second in the Metro. They had their best player have the best season of any devil of ever time. Uh, somehow Dougie was, what, like ninth in uh, Norris voting? He should have easily been top five. I, I, I'm generally one that doesn't like get caught up on uh, single-player awards, but I, I think he got snubbed a little bit. Um yeah, it, it was 100% a successful season, regular season at least. Um, if they come out and get cakewalked in four games, that that's a that's a concern. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I really fucking hope it doesn't happen. But it all really depends on how they play and how they come out and what happens in this series. Um, if they put up a good fight uh, and they're in it every game and... They're not calling their way back like they did in the regular season every game, uh, and they're playing the way they do, and they still somehow lose. That's okay. Uh, you know, sometimes the better team doesn't always win. Uh, you go into next season knowing you gave it your all, knowing what you got to fix, and go from there. Um, I, I think if we go six, seven game series, it, it, it's an A minus A season uh, overall. I agree. There, there's different levels to it for me. Um, you know, thinking back to the last off season, if you would have told me we would even be in the playoffs, I would have signed up for it. I would, have, you know, signed up for it immediately. Obviously, so so would all of us. And you know, people had said it also. Like expectations change. Also, like you know, we didn't expect much, and then they start playing really well, and then your expectations maybe get a little out of control where you're like, oh, maybe we could really, maybe we could really do some damage. Um, but, you know, you have to temper it a little bit. Like, you know, it's obviously it is a young team. Uh, you know, a lot of the guys, and in terms of success, like we all said things that needed to happen for the Devils to be successful, right? You needed Jack to take the next step, and he did that. He needed Nico to take the next step. He did that. You needed Brad to have another good season. He did that. You needed Dougie to be the player that you signed. He did that. You needed Vanacek to come in and be your number one goalie. He did that. Uh, you know, Hala needed to just not be Zaka, and he came on towards the end of the year, and, and he's starting to not be that play, be that player. We needed contributions from the fourth line, which we haven't gotten. We got early. We haven't really gotten much, but they're starting to kind of come around now. We needed Tatar to, to be the player that we signed two years ago, and he's being that guy. Uh, Mercer had to take the next step. He had 27, 28 goals. I didn't expect that. You know, a lot of things went right, and you just hope that that development continues. So uh, even if they lose, I mean, it's a successful season because all these guys took giant steps forward. And, you know, Timo Meyer's a devil now, which hopefully they'll sign him long-term. So, I mean, obviously the future's bright. I think, personally, I think you have your goalie of the future on the team also. Uh, Schmid is just unbelievable. I know it's a small sample size, but I tweeted it. I'm as confident when he's in net, if not more confident when he's in net, than when Vanacek's in net, and that's not a slight on Vanacek. It's just, Schmidt is just so confident and under control when he plays. I know it's not going to happen, especially after Ruff's comments about not seeing enough of him, which I don't know if that was like tongue-in-cheek or what he was trying to get at, because he saw equal parts of him as he did Blackwood, but, you know, that's... We don't have to go down that road. And again, this isn't going to happen. If he came out in the starters in that game one, I would 
applaud it. I would have absolutely no issue with it. Um, nope. Again, okay. it's not going to happen, and VTech has 100% earned the start uh, over the, the grand sum of the year that he had. Um, but again, uh, I wouldn't bat an eye. Um, and, and I think a thing to look forward to for the series and the remainder of the, the playoffs, hopefully, is, like you said, all these guys had fantastic years, and it wasn't like one or two guys kind of carrying the entire team. I know point total wise, it kind of seems that way uh, with Jack and Dougie, but Nico, uh, I can't say enough good things about what he uh, what he did well here uh, this season. And Mercer and Brat had a great season. And again, now we have Timo. And you had defensive guys like Graves and Marino step up when they needed to. They had a lot of ugly games too, but grand scheme of things, they did exactly what we could have ever asked for, plus some. Uh, Siegenthaler's been a little shaky. I- I'm hoping he kind of steps it up and plays a little bit more of a physical role defensively. I think we really need that. But y- you hit the nail on the head. It- it- we're looking forward to a team that played well at- all together, except kind of that fourth line. But I-, I don't know what their solution is because they got a lot of guys and not enough roles to be down there. And... I think if we get Miles Wood that's played the last two games and McLeod comes back in and plays, that can be a really good line. I mean, Bastion, you know, I'd rather see him not in the lineup. I'd rather see Sharangwich in his spot, to be perfectly honest with you, just strictly because ever since that injury, he's not right. There's something wrong, clearly. He's not the player he was before the injury. He's done little to nothing since coming back from the injury. I mean, literally visible. And this is speaking back to, like, December. No, no, no. The same thing with Palat, too. All all everyone's saying about Palat is, oh, well, he might still be playing injured. Uh, These groin injuries linger. He's been back since the new year, and he still just looks like shit. And And, and, he's not even getting secondary assists. I saw a tweet from a doctor, I think, that said the injury he had is not something that lingers. It's you have surgery for it, you you heal and it does linger. It's not a lingering problem. I'm not a doctor. If it lingers, I'm not either, but I saw the tweet. Yeah, and if it's lingering and affecting his play by even ten percent, there's another guy right behind you waiting to get into the lineup. It's not like we don't have the depth or players to to fill in for the third line role that he's kind of been on. Now, right, but you're not going to um, play with with the money he's making. There's no chance they're going to scratch him. It's just no, the way the way sports are. And unfortunately, that's why Blackwood's going to be back up tomorrow. Exactly. One hundred percent. Yep. You know what? And and I've said it also. Like everyone keeps saying, because I've criticized Pilat lately, and you know everyone's, you know, you can never criticize anybody in the Devils because every player has this little pocket of defenders who just take over your Twitter account for like a day and a half. Like, God forbid you say anything about Severson. It's just, it's ridiculous. But anyway, but you know, oh, that's not where they signed him. They signed him for the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. All right, but let's talk about it. They signed him for the playoffs. Did the Devils really think we were going to make the playoffs this year? Like, um, honestly, deep down as an organization, did I, they really think they were going to make the playoffs this year? Or were they hoping to play meaningful games in maybe sneak in? I don't think any of the play. You hear some of these interviews, even Jackson, like we didn't expect to be where we are. Now we're kind of just rolling with it. Now we have the confidence. None of the players thought they'd 
they'd finish where they did in the standings with as many points as they did playing in game 82 with the division on the line. Bull fucking shit. You could be as optimistic as you want. No fan, no player, no coach, no GM, no owner. It would have ever made that claim early on. And I'm going to be honest, and I hate now that we're fucking focused on Palat and being negative towards him. You don't sign a guy to that age that long of a contract that's backloaded strictly for the playoffs when you don't know what your team is going into the year. And that's my point. Like, So don't say that they signed him for the playoffs. They knew damn, they didn't have any clue they were going to make the playoffs. Now, it's not to say he's not good in the locker room. He's not adding veteran leadership to the young guys on the team. That's great. I'm, I, I love it. I, and I hope he is. And maybe he shows up in the playoffs and he, the switch goes off and he's great. I'm willing to give it a second year, just like Tatar was awful last year. I'm willing to give him a second year. If he's dog shit again next year, I'm done. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not even gonna get. I'm not getting that far right now because I, I'm right. praying I'm wrong and he does miraculously turn into a different player in the playoffs. We, I mean, in round one especially, we need a player like him that's a hard nosed player against this Rangers team because uh, yep. that's the only way we're gonna lose is by them just out physically playing us. Um, Listen, egg on my face if he shows up, if he has a few points, if he throws a few meaningful hits that shift momentum a little bit. If he fucking hurts Truba, I'm buying a Palat jersey right away. I'll buy every jersey, home away, jersey, jersey, the hamburger jersey, whatever you want. I'll buy each and every one. Um, yeah, I, I didn't mean to to get to shitting on Palat and shifting. No, our it's fine. It's that, just it's but... one of those, right. But it's one of those things where it's, you know, another guy that does have to step up. There are some guys that haven't stepped up. And, you know, I I, I spoke about it on this podcast. I've tweeted about it. Thomas Tatar, Thomas Tatar, and I also tweeted, I've never gone from hating a player to wanting a player extended so much in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah, he 100%. He has been everything they asked of him and then some. Unbelievable turnaround. He's a he's a feisty little player too. I I, I like yeah. his fucking attitude around the net, and he's not afraid to get involved. That's what we've been missing too. Um, mm-hmm. It's not fun having him as the lead guy there, but uh, it, it's a great surprise. Oh, I'm sorry. What the fuck is Paul Maurice wearing? He looks like a Mater D at a catering call. I'm sorry. That I, I saw him on TV, and that completely blindsided me. Uh, this game's getting good. Um. Yes, Tatar. Expecting yeah. big things from him. Expecting. I don't even need the points. The points don't need to come free. We have plenty of guys that can put up points against this Rangers team and shaky defense. Do what you do really well and get under the skin and defend your guys on the ice. Yeah, I mean, he's, I can't believe it. I, I could not believe when I looked it up. He was a plus 41. He was like fourth in the league and plus minus. Now, I don't put a ton of stock into plus minus. But in his particular case, I will, just because of all the stuff he does on the ice and his excellent defensive play that I didn't even know he had in him. I mean, you can't look past a plus 41, just like you can't look past like a Kessel who's minus 53 on the year. You know what I mean? Like, or that kind a, of sticks out. That That's a lot of goals to be on or against for. Right. Yeah. Or a guy whose career, hold on, I want to get the update at all before I shit on him. Who is a Kessel? Nope, 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 nope. Oh. It was a minus 120 for their career. Jesus Christ. 
who plays defense for the Devils. I won't say his name because I don't want to listen to his whole family uh, tweet for the next month. But anyway, so, um, you know, it's funny. Is, uh, the Ranger fans, the, the, the big thing I've seen is that the Devils don't have enough experience and and the Rangers are experienced. And Bill Spaulding had an interesting tweet earlier today. The Devils are the top five, are top five in terms of playoff games played. Palat one in thirty-eight. Hall is sixty-one. Brendan Smith fifty-six. Dougie fifty-four. Tatar forty. Timo thirty-five. Ryan Graves twenty-five. Lazar twenty-five. So they do have. I mean, sure, the young guys, I guess. But when you have that much leadership on the team that have been in that position, I'm not worried about it at all. Yeah, and realistically. This isn't Nico's first playoffs. He knows what it's like to get your shit caved in in a in a series. This isn't Bratz first. This isn't Severson's first. These are all guys that were here a few years ago that got their shit absolutely wrecked by Tampa Bay. And I know it was five years ago, but it, it lingers. You don't want to have that feeling again. Um, I, I'm not really concerned about Jack's playoff experience. He, he seems like a confident kid that can step up yeah. in the big moments. Whenever you need a big goal, he's there to score it. Um, if he fucking scores in the first period tomorrow, that place is going to go on fire. Yeah, I'm not concerned about him at all. Um, Maybe I guess, I, you know, to, to guess view the other point, the only thing you can kind of be weary about is this is their playoff first playoffs together as a group, which again, not that big of a concern to me, but I I guess I could see how someone would make that argument as to how they're inexperienced as a whole. Um, But but think about this though. All these guys think about um, Dawson Mercer, Nico, Jack, um, all these guys, came up they played in the world junior championships they played in the olympics like i know the playoffs are a different atmosphere but these guys have played in big games before i'm not concerned about them shitting the bed at all i think it's really beneficial towards them and hats off to the team as well for doing this that their first two playoff games are in their own building um and i know they weren't the greatest home team this season but you're not telling me that it's easier to go on the road your first playoff game especially a hostile environment like msg i i think it's going to be really beneficial the fans tomorrow and we amped up haven't seen playoff hockey in five years have only seen it once in ten this young fresh hot fast exciting team on home ice it's going to be a really, really, really fun environment tomorrow. Oddly enough, there was a, a graphic, I don't know what game it was, last game, game before, that they've actually been way better at home than on the road since the beginning of March. So, like, they were 3-8 and eight or something on the road and, like, 8-0 and oh or something at home. It was it was a weird stat considering how they played all, all the whole season. But, um, well, yeah, it was just an interesting stat that I had on the game. They're three and seven when I attend games this year, so I'm sadly reporting that I'm going tomorrow to game one, and hopefully the playoffs are a different, uh, well, different if animal. They lose, if they lose, you can't go to any more games. I promise you, I'm not going to another round one game. <laughs> yeah, they're a little expensive. I saw that. I saw a graphic today about median price tickets, and the Devils, the Rangers were thirteen hundred. Devils were up almost 
six or seven hundred dollars. We were top, we were like, top three or four. If we drew Carolina first round, we'd be bottom three or four. Yeah, I was really, really hoping we were going to win the division because it'd be awesome. But all Ranger fans that bought tickets would have been scrambling to sell them, and that would have really made me happy. That would have been very, very, very funny to see. I am. I, I'm going to shout out real quick the the Devils uh, ticket Facebook group. Uh, I am extremely proud to see that everyone's in that group, at least, and on Twitter, are only trying to resell their tickets to Devils fans and not exactly price gouging. Like maybe a little above face value here or there, uh, just to make sure it's more Devils fans than Rangers fans. Really proud yeah, of just, for doing that. I, I just don't care. I honestly don't care if it's never going to be more Ranger fan than Devil fans. Sure, there'll be a vocal minority, whatever. I just, I, it drives me insane when I uh, on Twitter when I like anytime I play the Rangers, everybody, oh, there's so many Ranger fans. Here. Who cares? They play right next door to us. There's going to be Ranger fans there. Who cares? It's not going to make a everyone. difference in the outcome of the game. It's just, it's so mindless and annoying. No, Boston would flood our arena. Toronto hey, would obviously flood our arena. Islanders fans will flood our arena. Of course. It is what it is. You you play close by. We travel. We uh, Devils fans have traveled pretty well this year too. Very well. Uh, that's all the New Jersey folks that have moved out because of COVID. Right, but at least they've traveled well, and they're allowed when they're in yep. other people's buildings. So 100%. You know, who cares? Who gives a shit? All right, so let's let's look at the playoffs, and we've talked about the Devils. Obviously, well, I guess we'll we'll make our picks. I guess just not that anyone gives a shit that's listening, but we'll do it anyway. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So I guess we'll start with Devils Rangers. Uh, what do you got? Why do we have to start with this one? All right, we'll go last. All right, so we'll go uh, Carolina and uh, Islanders. I like the Islanders in five to begin with. Uh, I didn't think Carolina was going to have the scoring to to overcome Ilya Sorokin. Um, that's where I'm at with that one. I got Islanders in six just because I just don't think Carolina's goaltending is, is just very good. I don't think Antiranta is very good. And like you said, Islanders have the goaltending engine. Um, I think they'll win. Uh, Tampa and Toronto. I got Toronto. I don't know how many games it's going to go. Uh, I'm between six and seven. I really don't think Toronto wants to go to seven with Tampa. And I know this is a popular pick, Toronto now. Tampa just hasn't looked the same. I know they're still a great team, a great system, a great coach. We struggled against them. We played well against them. I think in a seven-game series, everyone other than Boston or Toronto, uh, Tampa would advance without issue. Um, I, I just don't think they're overcoming Toronto. They're as deep as they've ever been in the past decade or 15 years of playoff games. Uh, I just think it's Toronto's time. I, I actually have Toronto in the Stanley Cup final. I got Tampa in six just because, again, I don't think Toronto's goaltending is very good. And I think the experience and the physicality that Tampa has will will take them past past Toronto in that series. Uh, Boston, I got Boston in five. I think Florida will win one game. I think you said you have, what, Florida's going to win? Yeah, I like a little upset. Um, I don't think it's going to happen now that Florida can't score and they're just – they just – uh, for a better part of that period, manhandled Boston. I, I had uh, Florida and six. Um, I think they're a very, very good team overall. I know their defense is a little shaky, uh, but they're a team that can do a little bit of everything and everything well. But 
I don't think it's going to happen now. I do have them in six. So. <laughs> All right. So I'll just give you my the rest of my bracket since we have different picks. Uh, I got Boston over Tampa. Devils over the Islanders. Devils over the Bruins, making it to the surprise Eastern Conference Finals. Yes, that's me wishing and hoping, but I just really think they have a good team, and I think they have as good a shot as anybody, honestly. I really do. Um, I, uh, I, I agree. If the Devils win... They're they're not losing round two. They they'll make it to the the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I I don't want to be a homer, you know. I and I don't want to be let down picking them. That's the worst part. But I I really I don't. don't see. I don't see how they lose this series. Um, and I apologize. In like fourteen days from now, when someone's listening to this and they're down three three zero, but uh, they they could just they could hang with the Rangers so much more all they got to do is come out the first 10 minutes of every game and just shove it down their throats uh, i think the devils can do this in five yeah i i i, I think they're gonna go to the i really i, I you know, i'm not just saying it because i'm a devils fan i just look at their roster and i look at their depth and i look at the way vanacek's been playing lately and i, I mean the only team i'm worried about the two teams i'd be worried most about are tampa and boston just because Tampa seems to have our number, and I was just Boston's obviously like the best team of all time. Uh, but <clears throat> I think they can play with anybody. And, you know, series is a long series, and you know maybe they'll lose first round. Whatever. I don't have money on this. I really don't give a shit. I, that's just my my personal feeling. I agree. I don't uh, think they're getting ran out of the building against any team in the Eastern Conference right now. Uh, even if a series is four one four two. They're going to be close games. The Devils are most likely going to outshoot, outchance. Uh, have better possession numbers. Shut the fuck up if you're listening to this and are going to make fun of me, but they're going to have a lot of the winnow meters in their favor in this playoffs, I think. All right, so let's go over to the Western Conference. Uh, what do you got, Colorado and Seattle? I don't see how Seattle does anything against Colorado. I know they're missing Landskog, uh, but... Colorado's just, they're fast. They're good. They know what they're doing. Uh, I have them in five. I have Seattle in six. How about that? I'm good with I, I Listen, I hated when Vegas did it a few years ago. For some reason, it's like a, a, a double standard. I'm completely fine with Seattle doing it. I think Vegas really annoyed me because their Twitter admin the first year was just a jerk off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I have a totally different. I think they've gone about it differently, too. Like, I feel like the league fucking handed Vegas a good team. I think Seattle's done some good drafting, some some good trades. I think they've done it the right way. If that's if that's such a thing with an expansion franchise, yeah. And like you said, they weren't handed everyone. People weren't paying them to take great players. Not great at the time, but good players that turn great, like Marcia Saw. Um, yep. I, I I'd like to see Seattle move on. I have a cousin out in Seattle. Maybe I'd go to a game. I probably uh, Dallas, Minnesota. I don't see how Minnesota does anything uh, with Kaprizov out. Uh, Dallas in six. Yeah, I got Dallas in six also, actually. Uh, Vegas, Winnipeg. I got Vegas in seven. I have Vegas in five, and Edmonton Kings. The first and only sweep, Edmonton 4-0. <laughs> I have Edmonton in five, yeah. Uh, right, so then we both have Edmonton and Vegas in the next round. I have Edmonton moving on. I amount of games I don't know. Uh, I have Edmonton in the uh, the Western Conference Final. 
I have Edmonton in the finals, actually, against the Devils. Oh, shit. Um, I have them against Toronto. And uh, I have Dallas against Seattle. I have Dallas winning that series. I don't know the, the game's probably six. six yeah, I, I, I have Dallas. I would have Dallas beating Seattle as well. Um, the who did I take? I didn't, I didn't take Seattle. Who did I take? You took Colorado. I don't know. I think Colorado eventually runs out of gas just because of the lack of depth. Um, I would... You know what? No, I'm hanging on to Colorado to move on that one. Yeah. So, so I have Dallas. I have Dallas Edmonton in the fine in the East the Western Conference Finals. I, I and then you have Edmonton. I'm picking Edmonton. Right. I'm picking Edmonton, right? But uh, you know, Ottinger's so good. I think he has like a 1.6 goals against average in the playoff his playoff career or something like that. He's so good that can that could neutralize any team. Yeah. But Edmonton just so goddamn good. Their goaltending is so bad, though, and their defense is so bad, um, which is partially why I had the Devils beating them because they can play that high kind of high-scoring game if they need to. I think um, I would have to delete my Twitter as a whole and probably Facebook, too, since I'm, like, friends with a lot of people now that I met. Like, the shit I would get if the Devils won the Stanley Cup this year. <laughs> like, I- I'd be happy, but I think the negativity towards me would outweigh how happy uh, I would be. I don't, I, don't, I don't delete tweets, but I would consider doing it. Jesus Christ. I yeah. got that one wrong this year, guys. I guess uh, Fitz deserves an extension. Right, yeah. I mean, you know, again, I'm picking with my heart and my head here. I just feel like, you know... Why not them, I guess? And if if it comes down to them playing Edmonton, I think we have the advantage in goal. I think we have the advantage on defense. And I, obviously, I think Edmonton has a has a little advantage, obviously, just because of McDavid and, and Dreisaitl and, and Nugent Hopkins. But we still have offensive options, and we have more depth. So I, I, I'm picking the Devils. I got the Devils winning it. We have better defensive forwards, too. Yeah. We, we, we kind of fell off a cliff the last I don't want to say the last few weeks but like two to three weeks before the last week of the season the devil's really concerning me and then the last week or so the last what five or six games they really started to heat up again everyone started to play well and I think they, they got bored I said it to Andrew like I think they just got bored like there was really nothing to play for and it was I think they just got bored like Anytime they played a good team, though, during that stretch, like when they played Carolina, they played them well. And then they play shitty teams, and they just kind of were like, meh, whatever. At a certain point, too, it's like how... I, I know no athlete's never going to give 100% when they're playing their sport, regardless of the outcome of the game and where you're at in the standings. But it's like, we're, we're, we clinched. Best case scenario is we win the division. Worst case scenario is we, we don't, but we're still in the playoffs by a hefty margin. Maybe we tone it down like a tiny bit and save our health and just worry about going in healthy versus not going in healthy but winning an extra game or two. Yeah, I mean, I saw a tweet from, I want to say it was NHL or ESPN, one of those, on February 1st, talking about a potential Devils-Rangers um, playoff series. And, you know, it rubbed me the wrong way because I talked about it on here about how much I hate Gary Bettman, that this playoff format fucking sucks you should not have playoff series determined in fucking february no it's no, crazy and they, and they did it's nothing stupid. changed yeah nothing, nothing changed. changed 
No, it's stupid. No, I agree. According to him, everybody loves it. Everybody loves it except for the players and the fans and the media. Everyone loves it, though. Everyone else loves it. <laughs> ask anybody and they say it sucks. So, I don't know. But Having us in the Rangers and then Toronto-Tampa in the first round, it, it's a disservice to the league. Yeah, it's it's a disservice. Yeah, I agree. So who do you what do you have in the finals? You have Toronto and I have Toronto and Edmonton. I have Edmonton winning. Um yeah. games I don't know. Uh I just McDavid and Dry are just on a different fucking planet right now. Um just they're playing a different sport, especially McDavid. He's I don't know how you don't say he's the greatest player of all time right now. I don't care about accolades. Look at imagine I just Imagine him playing 10 years ago. I don't not 20, not 30, not 40. 10 years ago, he would be putting up 200 points a, a season. He is just in fucking sane. It everything he does, he's big, he's fast, he's strong. Um skating is just his acceleration is unbelievable. It's effortless. Yeah. It's effortless. Uh I'm rooting for him to win it, too. I don't even care. I'll flat out say I would love to see Edmonton go home with the cup this year. I don't want to see them win. I just their fans are douches. I just I have an issue I with think, their fans. I think all Canadian fans suck. Sorry okay. for listening. Yeah, that's, that's completely fair. Fuck you, Nigel. That it's, it's, yeah, no, it's it's that superiority complex about, you know, like, oh, we're getting through. Like, it's just like nobody cares. Like It's funny. My buddy... The one I was talking about before from Toronto is like you need to respect like Canadian like teams and people more. Like, they're the reason hockey is what it is. But like, no, I don't. Not anymore. Can't, yeah, like no, Canada really isn't the superior anymore when it comes to hockey. They can't fucking build a winner to save their lives. Nobody wants to play there. Well, at least they have what one, two, three, four teams in this year in the playoffs at least. There were years in the past where they've had no no teams in the playoffs, Canada. Like, recent past. So, at least they have some teams in. Is there a way, after round one, they could have nobody in it? I don't even care that much. Uh, yeah, Tampa wins. Uh, Kings win. Vegas wins. Yeah. There's no two, there's no two Canadian teams playing each other, so... Yeah. Yeah, that that was my question, but I made it more. So you'd have, you'd have King, Kings, Vegas, uh, Tampa would have to win. Yep. I don't want to see Taylor Hall win. I don't have anything against no. him. I just don't want to see. Yeah, no, nah, I don't either. I really don't. Nothing against I, him. I, do, I would never boo I him. Do, I, I do. I do have a lot against him. I just don't like the way he's handled his career since winning the MVP. I, he he was a sourpuss with the Devils. He hurt his knee. You know, whatever. Then he went to Buffalo and he was a sourpuss there and he got and he basically forced his way out and gave no effort. Fuck he's him. uh he's definitely what's the term? A little bitch. Yeah, but fuck him. Other than, I mean, you do what you want with your career. You take w- what money you think you're worth. You've been on five fucking teams. You haven't done shit. You're on the back nine at this point. Um you reap what you sell. Yeah, he'll be a guy that wins a cup as like a third or fourth, like a Zach Parisi right now. He's playing like fourth line minutes, basically. Um, you know, just end up on a cup team. I'd like to see Zach win. Not with the Islanders, I wouldn't. 
No, I fucking hate. Yo, I have a new <laughs> hatred for the Islanders and their fans. The few weeks ago when I went to UBS, hey, their fan base fucking sucks. I, I complain about the Devils being corny and the Devils having corny fans. Their fans are the corniest motherfuckers in the world. Just Eastern Long Island. Ken, I'm sorry that you live in Long Island if you're listening to this, but <laughs> Long Islanders suck. I fucking hate them. They're pretentious. They're corny. They're they're losers. Um, they had this one guy in the section banging the drum the whole. If you listen to a home Islanders game, you'll faintly hear this guy banging a drum the entire game to like different beats and everything. It's like you're at a high school football game. I was just I was a little fuzzy at a few cocktails we 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 had verizon club tickets so we had an open bar so i was like fuck it i, I drove here three hours i'll have a few cocktails um oh halters got fucking leveled that was nice uh there was this guy banging the drum i was just shitting on him the whole game I'm like sorry honey can't go to our, our daughter's thing tonight i gotta go bang the fucking drum at the <laughs> islander game they need me and it's all like grown men wearing like viking hats and shit and i don't mean grown men like me like a 29 year old like guys in like their 50s it's like it's funny you, you should say that losers it's funny you should say that as i was i was trying to get a screen capture of it i was watching the bruins game and behind the bruins bench there's like this guy who looks like he's in his 40s 50s Wearing like a fucking uh, flavor flav, like Bruins Fuck. clock around his neck, like you fucking loser, like dude, you left the house like that, and you don't have any friends or anybody to tell you you look like an asshole. Don't do that, honey. Honey, look at this clock I'm wearing. <laughs> look, it's funny. You get it? Yeah. No, I just I fucking hate Islanders fans. Um, fucking drum guy, dude. Oh, come on, Florida. Come on. They can't buy one right now. So we'll see what happens, I guess. Um, I have no idea when Andrew's coming back, so. Uh, uh, I think he would be moving to Turks. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like he's settling in pretty nicely over there. If anybody deserved a vacation, it's him and his wife, so I'm glad they're they're enjoying themselves. Um, yeah, I mean, I... I Pretty much covered the playoffs right now. You got any uh, keys to the Devils winning the series? I know you mentioned briefly um, a couple of things. But what's your main for them to win? What do you think is the main thing that has to happen? Don't take penalties. The Rangers are going to beat you two ways. I know I said one earlier. They're going to beat you in special teams. They take advantage when you give them a chance. And just don't fucking feed into the physicality. Skate laps around them. You know you can. They're not fast. They're an older team. Their younger guys suck. Skate laps around them. Make them make the mistakes. Don't make mistakes. You mean the kids? Dude, that kid line is is like... I I don't know how anyone defends them. Any Rangers fan. I'm sorry. What? At what age age does it stop becoming the kid line, though? You know what? And you know what the issue is with a lot of Devils fans don't understand? That line can suck. Those those kids on that team, Hedl, Lafreniere, Kako, they could all be out of the league in three years and it would never affect the Rangers just because they'll go fucking spend money in draft picks and just build another winner in five years. That's my issue is it doesn't matter if they're good. Oh, my God. I can't yeah, believe no. that fucking puck went in. <laughs> Bro, are you just kidding so, me? It, just so uh, it, it, it doesn't matter if that, that, that line is good or bad because when they're well, good... Everybody, it, wants to play, everybody wants to play uh, in New York. Oh, you know yeah. what? I, I don't think I have been on this podcast since I brought my kids to the Knicks game. 
Oh, go, go, dive in. Let's see. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So we go to the game, right? And I haven't been to MSG in, I don't know, 25 years probably, maybe longer. So, you know, I brought my wife, my wife and daughter. So I was like, I'll just bite the bullet and pay for parking close by. I don't give a shit. So we're wa- it's raining, right? So we're walking. We park, like, basically across the street. So we walk across the street. We're walking on, uh, I don't know how, when the last time you've been there, but the basically the sidewalk that's literally right in front of MSG with the scaffolding or whatever. Yeah. And there's a homeless guy literally with his hand down his pants jerking off right in front of MSG. As we're walking by, I mean, I touched his arm with his shoulder with my, my shoulder. I was so close to him walking by. So you, you like, got an assist on that. Yeah, I guess I got an assist, right? There's, like, the Dutch rudder. Like, I helped him, I guess. I don't know. But, like, my, and I didn't say anything. I didn't, you know, I wasn't, I didn't even, like, acknowledge or whatever. <laughs> we got inside. My wife's like, um, was I got jerking off? I'm like, yeah, he was definitely jerking off. What, what, is it, like, what does it take to get in trouble by police in New York? Because if I get something like that. It's right in fr- I mean, I'm telling you right in front of the arena. Like, you can't even have security at the fucking arena to clear people out doing that shit in front of the fucking place. You should, so, I mean, yeah. So we go in, and they funnel everybody in through by the box office, and we're in this, like, fucking tunnel hallway. We got there at, like, 6. The game starts at 7.30. We didn't fucking get upstairs to like seven fifteen. Just literally waiting in line to get into the fucking place. I'm like, I have never seen something so disorganized and stupid in my life as that place. So then we get up there. We, I shoot my daughter wants a hat. I go to buy her hat. The fucking hat's not scanning. The manager's. I'm in the store for twenty five minutes. Turns out the register is not working. Woman didn't believe me when I'm telling her the register is not working. We we go and sit game whatever game is fine we leave and now you're on the same one fucking lane sidewalk with everybody getting out of the place yeah and we're walking and these two like 25 30 year old douchebags light up the biggest joint i've ever seen in my life and start smoking this thing in a crowd of literally probably two thousand people trying to get out of this place with kids with, with kids, kids right? and my daughter's literally sitting there with her jacket over her face going oh my god what does that smell and I'm like, you know, dude, I don't care. Smoke weed, whatever. Live your life. But you can't wait five fucking minutes yeah. to get onto the sidewalk. Like, I was just so fucking disgusted by the whole fucking, the whole thing. Everything from the bum jerking off to the place being a fucking dump to taking forever to get to our fucking seats to leaving. And the best part was like, I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right, we got onto the sidewalk and I was like, all right, you can uncover your nose. It doesn't smell like a skunk anymore. It smells like shit because it's New York <laughs> City. But you, it smells you like might want to shit. Yeah. It smells like piss and shit. You may want to keep your your nose covered, but it doesn't smell like a skunk anymore. Oh, when I dude, when place. I worked when I worked in Midtown and I would I I took the bus into Port Authority, I would go through shoes like every three weeks and just fucking toss them because of the shit and piss and whatever you want to your imagination runs through would step in getting into that stuff but um i couldn't have been less impressed with that place and again i haven't been there in 25 years and everybody told me how they renovated what a fucking dump just everything about a dump i see i i've had really good experiences at msg over the past few years because I, i had a connection there that would get me in a for 
discounted price, we'll say, and B, I was always in the Delta Club with like free food and everything. Um, the energy, uh, the energy inside is always unmatched, uh, which I just have to give credit to, but it's not always worth the balance of having to get inside to match that energy. Cause I mean, like you said, the take... place itself was a dump. Like it looks like it's built in the 60s. Like, you know what I mean? It's it not like... nice. It's not it's nice. Not nice it, needs another, it needs another renovation. It's not a beautiful arena. It's just, it, no. it's a fun atmosphere. Once like the game and everything's going on. Right. There's like, Oh, Florida squared. Uh, it, it's there's. That was a nice school. Yeah. There's, um, you know, you could see parts that were updated, but like when you get to the parts that aren't, it's just like, okay, well, this was definitely built in like the sixties. Like, like you couldn't spruce this up a little bit. Like, oh my god, like the fucking escalators is like, you know, we sat in the two hundred section. We had to take like eight escalators to get upstairs. And you and know what the best the game, part is, and then they, they, they shut them off. off. Yeah, what the fuck? And of course, you know, my daughter's like, I gotta pee. Like, as there's like, like five thousand people trying to leave down, walking down escalators. I'm like, you're, you're in New York, right just now, go right? in your pants. Yeah, I'm like, you're kidding me right now, right? Yeah, it was a shit oh, show. Shit. Fuck that place. Fuck, I could not have been less impressed. I will never go there if I don't have to. Absolutely have to. I'll never go there again. Fuck that place. No, my connect is no longer there. He's actually at UBS, so I, I'm out on going to MSG. Yeah, so now, now, now go to UBS and UBS least, is gorgeous. At least we're playing the Rangers, so I can I can you know add that on. Fuck them in their arena too. Um, before we finish up, I have a question for you, and then I okay. guess I'll I'll answer. Regular season over, day before the you know playoff season for us. Who's your uh for the 2023, 2023 season? Who's your Devils Twitter MVP? Twitter MVP. I'll be honest with you, um, the guy that makes me laugh the most and the guy that pulls shit out of his ass that I can't believe he has on his phone at the moment's notice is Moro Jork fan. Dude. Dude has, <laughs> his phone must have wildest shit. The shit that that man tweets at a moment's notice is insane. Video. I mean, I have like Video, sub, right. I have, I have yeah. subfolders of stuff. Save. Yeah. I have like twenty four thousand pictures and videos on my phone. He has it a moment's notice. And he wasn't even my MVP, but he, obviously, there's like there's like a group of five that like if you had to like send your five like biggest shit posters into a fight against another fan base, he's obviously in that five. Oh, he's the fucking captain. James <laughs> um, is Jock James assistant captain. Well, I'm the owner, so no, no, no. You're not. You're you're on the list. You're on the list, but you are certainly not on on Moro Jorg's face. No, 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 no. Level. I'm like a, a I'm player slash coach slash. Uh, yeah, there you go. I'll take that player coach. Yep. Snack bringer. I have a few. Uh, um, my number one. It, it's got to go to my boy Jesus. He he came in clutch for me for tomorrow's game. He's the fucking man and. I mean, Any ladies a, out like, there on a personal level? Yeah, I love the dude. He's awesome. Any ladies out there? My man's fucking yoked. Okay, hit him up. But no, every uh, every every gym picture he posts, his pants got a little bit lower. I'm pretty sure we're gonna see his dick one day. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> biting my fingers. I'm like, oh my god, I see the outline. We're so close. This got weird. Um, what's it called? I I just. 
he he's up there obviously he's one of my my good friends too there there's a lot of people i i met this year that i never would have anticipated meeting in real life especially odd trying to explain to my wife how i'm going to devil's games with internet strangers i'm right 29 with a kid um it's an interesting combo every time but we we get through it uh there, there's just a lot of people I want to shout out, and it, it was fun meeting a lot of you this year and becoming friends. And we'll share some drinks tomorrow night, and hopefully have some fun. Anybody else? I mean, I have a list. I, I didn't want to go through a list. I kind of just had Jesus. You said you had a fucking list, so I, I know I don't want to go through. I you want me to go through my full list? We're gonna be here another hour. We're gonna need a separate right, podcast. Well, well, since since you shouted out two people, I'll give I'll I'll shout out Garrett also because me and him have been, you know, tweeting back and forth for for I can't even remember, fucking tell you how long. And never met the guy. We live in New Jersey. Never met the guy in person. But the the our DM conversation is one of the wildest things you'll ever see in your life. You, I can't explain to you the shit that gets sent in our dms but it's it's hilarious he's I mean, helped my for example he, just for an example you know, yeah. i have he he sent me a, a gif of of a frog with a shotgun with with a guillotine it just says hippity hoppity it's time for chippity choppity like that was That's yesterday really it was yesterday at 723 he uh i mean i haven't gotten that i'm a little upset actually garrett um <laughs> We we went to a game together. It was against St. Louis, and of course, it was a game we got a shit rocked. He uh, he did me a huge fucking favor. He was at the Masters uh, last week, and he got he got me a few few goodies that I am forever grateful for. But he's also just helped my golf game overall. I always send him like my swing videos. He tells me everything I'm doing right and wrong. We we've yet to get out for a round, but uh, it's in the works. We're we're supposed to be meeting up tomorrow night. That's how we started. That's how the conversation started the other day. That I need to start playing golf again. Fuck yes, you me, do. You, me, you, and he wants me, you, and him to play. So you know it's funny. <laughs> Not and I. We're still on the podcast, so people probably yeah. have tuned I mean, out at off this like point. Five minutes, minutes, yeah. five minutes <laughs> after the after Jesus' dick comments, they they're like, we've had enough. Um, I play. I, I started a softball league again. I haven't played softball since I was like 24, 25. And it's not like the arc one. It's like actual fast pitch uh, with wood bats. It's actually really fun. Um, I've gotten really out of shape the past few years because of COVID. I, I played in my first doubleheader like 10 days ago. And it felt like I went into fucking D-Day when I got out of it. My, <laughs> I couldn't walk. Dude, my hamstrings were clicking, my shoulders, everything. It just, it literally felt like I, I got like thrown out of a fucking plane. And it just made me realize like, holy shit, I appreciate golf so much more now. And golf is easily my favorite sport right now. I, yeah, I breathe I, it, I, I was, live it. I used to be really, really into golf. Like golf trips and you know i belong to a golf website and you know we used to do a big trip every year and everything and it's probably been six years since i played golf but the last time i swung a golf club was at the driving range my daughter wanted to go i took one swing and my shoulder hurt for like three days and i'm like all right well maybe we should <laughs> we'll just put the golf clubs down for a little bit oh man no we we do need to get out to golf even like just top golf or something just to get out have a few yeah, that's what he said. I, I told him that he's like all right maybe we'll do mini golf <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as hell i can't handle mini golf all right well now that we've bored everybody to tears if anybody's made it this far um i still will 
I can't wait to see Jesus's dick one day on Twitter. I'm really excited for that. Um, I hope the Devils win. I'm going to be, you know, I'll pretend I don't give a shit if they win or lose because of how great of a season they have, but I will be fucking devastated if they lose to the Rangers. I just, I just don't want to hear it. I really just don't want to hear it. The only thing I don't want to hear is, you know, I just don't want to hear, like, well, it's okay. They got further than they were supposed right. to, which yeah. may very well be the case, but I don't want to fucking hear that. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. And the uh, absolute worst, worst, worst case scenario is losing in overtime of game seven and having Kako score the goal. That is the fucking nightmare scenario to end all nightmare scenarios. I'm pretty upset you even put that into the universe. <laughs> that would be the absolute worst thing that ever happened to the Devils, I think. It'd be, I, you know what, for, for CJ's sake, it'd be better than, like, Panarin or Zib after they mysteriously fell off a cliff <laughs> last year, which I don't think they got word of because they're still really fucking good. Yeah. Sorry, CJ. Don't apologize to him ever. Um, all right, you got anything else? I got nothing, man. I want to go to bed. Okay, go to bed. Thanks, everybody, if you made it this far. Uh, again, I have no clue when Andrew's coming back. Uh, hopefully he's back in time to see the Devils beat the Rangers. And then we'll be on for a preview of the next series. Um, if Again, if you made it this far, thanks for listening. And if you didn't, um, you're not going to hear me anyway. So, Vito, thanks for filling in for Andrew again. I appreciate it. Always a good time. One love. And have a good night, everybody. Thank you.